Well, welcome to Lab Life with the Air Force Research Laboratory. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Kenneth. Today we are talking to Dan Bergen, a digital manufacturing research team lead at the Air Force Research Laboratory who helped plan the platform that bridges the gap between PhDs and grandparents. In three, two, one. So Dan, how did you get involved in some of these crazy special projects that you were either pulled into or decided to create? I assume you're referring to AFRL Inspire? To start with, yes. I happened to get an email that said, hey, we're doing a workforce development focus group and we need some of the junior force, some of the newer employees to go take part. And we need a representative from the materials directorate. And I said, should I go? This might be a waste of time. And my branch chief fortunately said, yeah, you should go. I think it would be good to just see a broader spattering of, of the people in the lab. And as part of that, they were, the discussion was around how can we do training better? And some of the discussion was about more training. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> we do not need more training. And that's where Carrie Ann brought up, how, what if we did a TED-style talks with people who have been part of projects that have really made a difference, whether it's AutoGCAS, uh, Auto Ground Collision Avoidance System, or the people who investigate planes if they, if they have an issue, or Laser Guide Star Adaptive Optics. And as a new employee, I had no idea any of these things existed. Uh, and, and so, I latched onto that idea right away and was like, that's brilliant, we need to, we should do this. And growing up, I've always had a flair for, my parents called me Guy Smiley, if you remember from Sesame Street, like the guy who always was the game show host. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we ever played a game at home, I was Guy Smiley going, all right, here's how we play. Oh. Explains uh, the blazers. <laughs> that's right, yeah, exactly. I walk around with a thin microphone, it's great. Um, and, and so I think that might have been part of the, uh, what got me geeked up to do it, but it, it also was it's curiosity. I wanted to see what else was out there, and it seemed like it was, uh, and it also highlighted the power of the people that are here and their, their expertise that we, that we draw upon. So that initial discussion evolved into what would become AFRL Inspire, which is a series of TED-like talks about uh, the science and research and uh, teams at the research laboratory. It was a struggle because we're so ingrained to talk specifically about the nuts and bolts of the tech. But what we really wanted to capture was the people behind the technology, the struggle that they had, because because when you develop something, it's really easy to essentially whitewash all of the pain of the process and go, hey, I made this, it was super easy, no problems. It'll be easy for you too. Uh, and it's not like that at all. And, and we wanted to kind of capture the, the, the human element of the person behind the technology while conveying this story. And so that was, that was a big motivator because in the process of telling that story of laser guide star adaptive optics, you learn something about the person behind it and, and, and what drives him. To me, that's what AFRO Inspire is about. It's about this mix of 
learning about this story of this technology we developed, but also the people that were behind, or the team that was behind it. As a listener, it creates a, a feeling and um, something you can maybe relate to in your own research that you're creating this impact and in the, the work behind it, then also puns or whatever, you know, is truly inspiring. You listen to some of these talks and, you know, I'm a, basically just a science communicator. To hear these people tell their stories is amazing. Do you have a favorite one? They're all, I really like all, I mean, this is a real cop-out answer, uh, but they all have different things I've liked about them. I would say my favorite to date, if I had to show somebody, would be uh, we had a test pilot that gave a talk about auto uh, GCAS, the ground collision avoidance system. And so it was essentially the person who benefited or a person who represents all the, the pilots who benefited from this project. Excerpt, better than lucky, AFRL Inspire 2016. And then a couple months after that, we had another pilot uh, who was uh, practicing dogfighting, if you will, much, how, much like how Jinx died. Um, and this pilot didn't recognize how low he was. He tried to pull through, um, pretty much go straight down, and the system activated and say, hey buddy, you can't, you can't make that pull and pull in the other direction. That pilot actually wrote us a letter, um, wrote you all a letter, uh, everyone in this room, everyone watching, everyone on this team, to say thank you. I won't read it to you, but I will say that having talked to this guy myself, uh, if he could, he would be right here next to me with a credit card buying beers for everyone in the room and shaking your hand and saying thank you, right? And I hope, <laughs> I hope he does, because I'll be there with him. Return to program. And so having a user or a, you know, essentially a person who is benefiting from it tell the story and say, I think he said something to the effect of, if I could buy a round of beer for everybody in this auditorium today, I would. Just, you know, just to say thank you. And you know, that is just so empowering. It's why I think a lot of us are here. Yeah, get the warfighter home. Mm-hmm. You know, to go to their kids' baseball game. Yeah, exactly. Kind of gives you chills, because we you know, earlier podcast, Carrie Ann uh, Hobbs was our first guest, and she'd worked on that system, and she talked about you know, the impact that her and her team's work made, you know, bringing people home. Yeah, that storytelling is a powerful tool and it's not about telling people to be inspired, it's showing them the impact and you don't have to tell them, it just comes across. And finding such incredible people, I imagine, uh, when you first reached out or first started this, was that difficult or did people kind of just show up like, this is great, I'd love to throw my hat in? It was less difficult finding people and more difficult communicating what it is we were really trying to do because there's no, there was no template, there was no, real, you know, we would get the, the hardest question was, who's your audience? And, you know, the audience in the crowd were people who worked for the lab, but really the audience in my mind was, were the people who might, you know, my parents really, or your parents or whoever who, you know, you want to go tell somebody that story or regurgitate what you heard and they see the, they realize the benefit to they get it, right? And so it didn't, it was hard to communicate that message because we're so ingrained as scientists and engineers to communicate at a conference level, at an academic level, at a, to a general, right? Here's what I do, here's how it works, all this sort of thing, and not in a squishy kind of level, you know? And uh, I remember Jeff Calcaterra gave one of the talks, he told, he's mentioned this uh, story, how he had a neighbor 
who came up to him during, I think it was like a Christmas party, he said, a neighborhood kind of Christmas party. And she said, you know, I had no idea. I'd asked you before what you did and you told me and I had no idea what you were talking about. And then I saw that video online, it was posted and now I get it. That's awesome. Excerpt, good engineers save lives. AFRL Inspire 2016. Imagine if I told you on your car, which has six or 7,000 fasteners on it, that one of those fasteners is loose. And if it falls out, your car's going to explode. <laughs> My guess is you'd probably get a taxi home or ride with one of the friends that you, that you came with. <laughs> or if you really didn't like somebody, you might sell them the car. But I'm assuming you're not, <laughs> I'm assuming you're not that kind of person. So your only real choice is to go through every nut and bolt and make sure they're all tight. Now, imagine you had a rental car company and you had 450 of those cars with the, if it's loose, it's gonna cause your car to explode fastener. You couldn't rent those cars until you could assure they were safe and you can't do your job. You can't make money renting cars until you check every fastener on those 450 assets. That's exactly where we were. We had 450-ish aircraft that we couldn't fly because we couldn't assure that they were safe and we couldn't do our job. This was also in the middle of a war. Return to program. And it was like, at that point, I got what you guys were trying to accomplish. Yeah, so it's that, to me, that, that was the hardest thing to get across because we're just so ingrained at communicating to a different audience. And you've been a huge advocate for good science communication. Oh, yeah. And that kind of ties in um, a question I had regarding that communication. Um, let's kind of like flip the uh, slide here, if you will, and say if you were offered to be an Inspire, you wanted to be, what would Dan Berrigan present if you had to do a TED <laughs> style or a TED uh, talk style thing? Uh, I haven't done anything that cool. <laughs> well, you told us you've done amazing work. So. I thought about pitching a TED talk and or TEDx Dayton about, I think it was, what was the thing for this year? I think it was Connect was the theme and something about you know, what we've done here with Inspire or you know, what, you guys are trying, what you guys are doing with the podcasts and all the social media outreach to connect us better to the broader community and tell our story. And, but I haven't really figured out how to tell that. I think it, we're, we're all still a work in progress. So keep up the good work. Keep it going. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> sure. For our listeners, if they'd like to hear more about some of the products and videos that you alluded to, they can check out the Air Force Research Laboratory on YouTube or even follow us on any of our handles at AF Research Lab. And remember, stay curious. Logging off. <laughs>